Joe. Well, I'm secretly gonna hit the head first. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> while we're, uh, you know, mute yourself, and then we'll all just do the intro. Okay. The the oh. shitty intro or. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. Now coming to you. <laughs> I offered to do that voiceover for you. I was like, no, no, I uh, get a professional. Uh, da, da, da. I mean, were well, you ready for me to mute yet, or what? What are you doing? Yeah, I'm. I'm answering a message there. Uh, oh, I see. Okay, you got to have your priorities. Yeah, you know, I do have my priorities, Phil. My priorities are to turn off my devices so that you don't hear all my sounds. You know, the sounds. So, yes, I need you to mute, Phil, and we will we will begin our show. There's a show. Occasions, two men of questionable morality and ethics come together to spew bullshit into microphones on the internet. This is The Secret Show, only on the big screen. Released in its original 8 mm That's right. With your host, Chris York. Skokum Cigarettes and co-host Bill Poling. It's it's the Bigfoot urine that gives it's, us flavor. You two can smoke urine-flavored cigarettes in the woods and look like an asshole. And uh, smell like one, too. So they slide, huh? Yeah, so yeah. It's, like, it's like the electric slide. The electric slide. Yeah. So uh, let's uh, yeah, let's uh, start this thing there, uh, Phil. So seriously, that was like the best you can come up with. That's it. That's all I got, uh, Phil. Man, what what more do you want? Well, it's just gonna have to do. <clears throat> It'll have to do. We'll have yeah. to do. have another drink. Maybe if you had another drink. And I'll try the intro again later on in the show. And we'll see how you how you enjoy it later on. <clears throat> that would be my fucking microphone. This is uh, the secret show, episode five, ladies and gentlemen. The overtired strike back. Uh, we will be joined by one uh, Matt Knapp. Uh, After he comes back from Lejeune. Legion Perry. That, that there. What's your what's your uh, fake Twitter handle, Matt? Uh, what was what was uh, it? Mitt, is it Mitt Romney <laughs> that got nailed this week? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> was it Pierre uh, Some shit. They all gotta have their fucking fake Twitter accounts oh. to support themselves. You know, some people. 
regardless of what side of the room you sit on in Congress, when you're dealing with like Mitt Romney and you're dealing with Bill Clinton, they both played sax. They're cool with me. Sure. Both played sax. Yeah. You got to remember that. Mm. That's very I, important. I, I have to. It remember. is important. It is. It is. <clears throat> okay. Blow that horn. Oh, baby. Blow, blow the horn? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think there's something else you're talking about, Phil. I think you're being, did you use some innuendo? No. I think there's some innuendo no, going no, on. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. No. That innuendo is coming from your end. My end. Uh-huh. One of the ends, I don't <laughs> Phil doesn't know. Mm. <laughs> I, was just trying to make, I was just trying to make a point. Okay. Any new any new breakdowns, Phil? Yeah, the breathing uh, tunnel in uh Oh breathing tunnel. The, yeah, the breathing tunnel down in uh Columbia. There's uh, some roads, uh some tunnel. Uh, that that run underneath the the, uh, the, the oh, dam. yeah, that, that's a weird one, man. And you can actually see off in the distance uh, and, something almost just up and down like this. And how, how did how, you how did you ruin it? I basically said what it was. <laughs> you know what really got me was I saw that on um, one of those. Discovery channels and uh, and they went into it. Oh, here's this big mystery and look at it looks like a cloud that instantly forms and then it, Like it's pulsating and uh, They briefly brought up uh, Humidity and uh, moisture, you know moisture or pressure change or whatever and then as soon as they did that they go to this physicist That decided that this could possibly be the beginnings of a wormhole and from, from that point on, uh, they decided to make the whole story about tra- traversing through space through wormholes. They, and the guy picked up the piece of paper and he folded it and he punched Magic the hole. Johnson? <laughs> I, you know, um, so I, I decided, well, I, I, better, I better make a video because this really pisses me off. <clears throat> yeah, it's, yeah, it is... Uh, so yeah, Local if anybody life. wants to check out what it really is, you can go check out uh, Phil's uh, breathing want... tunnel video. But it looks cool. It does yeah. look cool. You know, I'm sure that I've... cool. It does look cool. <laughs> and even after the explanation, people will be looking at it sideways, like. Yeah. Well, you know, even after people know it's an illusion, they still go watch David Copperfield. So, well, that's true. But you yeah. see, instead of going to the wor- wormhole, I went to chemtrails. See, tunnel chemtrails. There's a chemtrail in the tunnel? No, on planes. Oh. You, you, ever, been in a, you ever been on an airplane where all of a sudden fog? You ever been up? in a Turkish prison? You, uh, you ever, uh, you like watching uh, gladiator movies? <laughs> Have you ever been to a flea market? So, Phil, what'd you think of the show on Sunday night? 
<laughs> Go ahead and take that drink. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You better get another one in. <laughs> oh, it's okay. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, you know, it's interesting as an observer. Mm -hmm. I, you know, and, and it, what's really cool was that I watched the whole thing. I mean, I listened and watched the whole thing. Right. Normally, I would pick and choose as, oh, they're on this topic. I'll go, you know, I'll go a few minutes or whatever. This one, <laughs> um, I, I, but at certain points, I felt like taking, you know, an ice pick and driving it through my brain um, just to, to escape, but I knew I couldn't right. escape anything. And and other times, I laughed my ass off. And other times, I damn near broke down and cried. <laughs> it was that kind of a show. It had Roller everything. coaster of emotion. Well, it here's, was. The here's the thing, and, and I, I touched on it on the show the other night <clears throat> and you know I will, I will I'll touch on it again next week when on the actual uh, show but I I definitely fucked up <clears throat> there's a couple of points in the show where I get too over emotional and I said the stupid wrong ass fucking things <clears throat> and I at least we at least touched on it before the end of the show because I felt like if I didn't, I was being a fucking jackass. And thank God Matt was there to fucking uh, reel me in. Because <laughs> if he hadn't been, I'd have been fucked in the moment. Because I knew what I did, like, almost right after I did it. Like, yeah. comparing my own experiences to other people. It's, it was a fucking stupid thing to do. It was just a, it was an ignorant statement. And I knew it instantly. Um, and I didn't want to act like, oh, I'm just going to stand by this and 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 act like oh nothing ever happened. Well, Matt was the king of rationale on that show. He he really kept that ship level even after you did this to it, oh, and it was going down like bow first. Hey. <laughs> I was feeling a bit bipolar. Uh, <laughs> it was definitely a uh, song and dance routine. Well, you had it. You had it on both both ends. Yeah, and uh, and then and then Steve with his misogynistic approach to the whole thing. Uh, <clears throat> it's misogyny because of the cowboy hat. <laughs> yeah, sure. no, yeah. So, uh, I, you I, know, I, the thing I, is, I, I knew though, Chris, the audience was well aware. Why you went bing 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 because <laughs> it, it, you can't you can't be in the presence of the dude for any length of time and you had three hours for crisis. This oh. happened like in the last hour, didn't it? Oh, no, like everything like that when I exploded, I exploded like multiple times on the show. Well, I mean I mean that but the big, the big one. one. The big one. <laughs> oh, yeah, the big one. Yeah. Um, the big one was probably God. I think it was like midway through the show mm, when yeah, I fucking popped off onto about uh, yeah. being a douchebag. This is why people me. don't like you, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. I think that was about halfway through the show, if I remember correctly. But you know, I hesitated even having him on the show. Like I had to really think about it, mm -hmm. and. 
I was, I had, I had a, and when I said to him, I had people message me and say, do not have him on the show. Like people who normally don't say anything to me. Well, let's not, I mean, I can't just let you sit here (laughs) and take all the blame and self-loathing. Let's remember how he ended up on the show to begin with. (laughs) It was from me losing my shit. Oh yeah. Whenever I found out he had written books. Yeah, no. And Hey, I'm, I'm fine with the fact that we had him on the show. I think I'm fine with the fact that uh, I think it came off great. Um, I, I think we were very objective and rational with the exception of my couple of outbursts where I went off but hey, but and and for the record, I when people were like, "Hey, the show was great," and I was like, "Yeah, it was great," but I fucking lost my cool and I did this and I did that, and those same people were like, "Yeah, but he fucking deserved it." Exactly. You know? I mean, everybody knew the reason for it, and and you know, and like Matt and Steve and I were talking about at the end of the show, you know maybe he is just an asshole of a guy, you know, and maybe that's just the way that he comes off. Maybe, you know, so on and so forth. Maybe that is the case. My take on Ryan reading is he's a douchebag. I have dealt with him uh, privately a couple of different times. And to me, for him to then come on the show and completely act when I confronted him about it to completely act like it didn't happen until I pushed him to the point where he said, you know what? It did happen. <laughs> I was like, yeah, no, I know. <laughs> I knew the nuts and bolts of it. Um, I, I, I wasn't aware of just how your conversations went or anything of that nature. And I really haven't had any communication <laughs> with this guy. Right. No real contacts or anything. But on the show, it was pretty evident, I think, to anyone watching that as he was challenged on one point, he would then expand it in an explanative. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's like I'd explain it here. But yet, but what about this? And then it would expand it even further. It was like he was building his story as you were questioning him about it. He was making ship up as he went as he went along. <sighs> Yeah, I see. I I personally, and there was not one point that he did not do that. He had an answer for everything, even well, though it wasn't. I, 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 said that, I said that to him at one point. I said, I said, Ryan, no matter what we say to you, no matter what we bring up, and no matter what facts we lay in front of you, you just manage to find another avenue, right? To 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 rationalize this. And I mean, like the things that bother me the most about the whole thing are um, the the people that go out there and uh, and because I've seen documentaries where people who who are, are 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 not professionals doing these jobs like photo analysis, you know, there are people who are uh they are are hot not hired uh they're uh contracted by law enforcement to study 
photos who have no training to do so whatsoever and who have put people in jail who don't belong there based on photo evidence. And when you and and other forensics as well. Correct. And when you have people going out into the field and doing these things, and I'm not saying that uh, a a Bigfoot photo is going to land somebody in jail. I don't think that that's going to be the case. I can get them sued for $65,000. That's a possibility, Phil. Well, I just just, uh, talked to somebody this past week about someone uh, (laughs) who does that and is well known for doing that. Uh, I don't really care about name dropping, but I mean, look how M.K. Davis is seen by the community as a whole mm-hmm. in the Bigfoot world, how he's revered for yep. his knowledge and his expertise, whereas in my opinion, he has none. But he admits that. I'm no expert. <laughs> he admits it on every video. <laughs> but yet, here's the thing. Even though he admits it, like that diffusion of it doesn't change the fact that there's a great portion of people who look at his videos and go well you know mk davis has looked at this and there's something here but he's still offering it up no fucking expert but but what bigfoot person out there uh worth their salt in uh standing in the limelight doesn't co-sign everything they say with now there's no experts in the bigfoot field that's right. the first thing somebody trying to be an expert says. Right. You know, because it comes across as like, oh, he's such a humble, down-to-earth guy, you know. Yeah, and he says every single video he shows is a Bigfoot. What are the odds of that happening if we don't even look at the videos? You know? And uh, MK, I don't know if he still does or not. He, Whenever I met him, he was working at a dog food factory. Uh, he refers to himself as an amateur astronomer. What he was doing, he had a telescope and he had some basic software on his computer where he would take photos of the moon and stars and various, you know, things in the atmosphere and, and he just take pictures of it and enlarge them and add color filters to them to make them stand out in more detail. And that's the same thing that he's applied to his Bigfoot analysis. I was going to say, did he find Bigfoot on the moon? No, I'm saying this is what he was doing. And this is what he uses to qualify himself as an expert in photo and video analysis and working with photos and videos. And he knows a little bit of jargon that he's picked up on the way, but most of his stuff has come from other people. Like his materials. And then he takes those materials and says, well, now this here is, you know, a snake. Like, well, <laughs> okay, because you say so. <laughs> but he has a huge following because he speaks with that southern draw. He tells everybody he's not an expert, and he hugs everybody's neck at the conference, and he's yeah. just a good old boy, you know? Yeah, and, 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 and I think that a lot of what we see in these communities is personality. Personality yeah. is a hundred times everything. It's it, it is everything. I mean, beyond that, what is there? <clears throat> That's why I don't have as many subscribers as I should. 
Because of personality? Yeah. Phil, you got a personality. Yeah, it's a yeah, but it's <laughs> a personality of a jerk. <laughs> Why no. do you have to treat people like this? I, I see I But I, all I, the jerks like you? Yeah. Yes, yes. The, you have yeah, a good following. Like it's not like you don't have a good following. <laughs> I mean shit, your videos do get some views there, Bob. They do. You know? So, not as much as they used to. Your snarky bullshit ones that one that uh, that dog man one that you did. Oh you fuck you asshole. Oh that was so good. Which one was that? The, the one where the dog man is in the fucking is supposed to be in the like the little oh, oh, the the eyes. The yeah, right. <laughs> what what is it called? It's like dog man for werewolf forest. It is it's the Willamette Valley Werewolf Forest. In the werewolf forest. We see the werewolf. That hey, was fun to do. Dude, you were so fucking sarcastic. It was great. <clears throat> we talked about that. Which was it? It was uh, last, not this past episode. It was the week the one before that. Yeah, we talked about that for a good like 15 minutes on the show. <clears throat> Steve thought it was great. Yeah, that's a good one. You got to do more. I just, I, <laughs> the deadpan. I just call that the deadpan. Oh, that was so good. The, those commentaries. It, it just and it well, baffles me what people will come out with like that. That video there, like that. Uh, who, who does that? Um, we're hearing werewolf. <laughs> we're hearing werewolf forest. Me and my and 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 there's something over there. And you notice they were both in agreement, and yeah, and and which, and it's like it was quite a conundrum for me when I did it because I felt the best way to out these people is essentially just to repeat what they're saying. <laughs> which were it's like, yeah, it's like I can see the eyes staring back at me. She could see the eyes staring back. At her. <laughs> I was, it was it was great. And but this is the stuff that we see so much of. Is this you know? It's overexcited people. It's obvious bullshit. Um. And and like I've said, uh, you've said. I'm pretty sure Matt said. Steve said before. It in a lot of cases, this stuff when it's presented as as factual takes away from everything else it takes away from the 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 good footage or the you know or whatever you want to call it the quote unquote good footage that's out there it takes away from all of that um i don't know i think I, that it, i think that that does now if it's a goof if it's a goof if it's a bullshit yeah. thing then that's that that's fine it it, if it, but if there are people out there who are trying to present things that are real, and they're standing, you know, th that's where I, that's where I, that there's a line for me, where because it, it, because I think it cheapens the other things and it makes it look, it makes a mockery of it all, you know, because you don't see people out there making hoax videos about fucking scientists or uh, researchers out fucking, you know, <clears throat> checking out gorillas. Well, I think to a certain degree, you're right. As long as uh, 
<clears throat> However, as long as those doing actual uh, studies of factual evidence continues on with that and presents it, I think that's one uh, aspect that really can't, that does not detract from it. Unless, unless, um, let's say you're somebody who makes some very good points about Prince, who has a whole collection of, of castings, and uh, and when it ends, and, and, really? and after all of this, wait a minute, and after all of this, some guy named Todd shows up and fucks it all. What happened? What happened after that? What happened after that? Now all of a sudden, this good doctor, his credibility went to the shitter. After all that shit that he's done, all the good stuff he's done, mm -hmm. examining examining the prince that have come <coughs> in, what have you? What are we talking about? We're talking about <laughs> we're talking about Doctor Meldrum. Okay, are we talking about the the association that he had with Todd with the yes. uh, the yes. documentary? Yes. Yeah. No, I agree. I think that the I think that the uh listen, I've I've said it many, many times. I I like Meldrum. I I, mm -hmm. I, I, I have uh, a healthy amount of respect for Meldrum. I think he for a long time has tried to walk a very fine line in the Bigfoot community and also still be a professor at his college what, Idaho. <laughs> He's earned his chops. Okay? Yeah. No. No. And 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 I mean, hey, he said he doesn't like me. That's fine. You know, whatever. <laughs> like me, that's 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 all fine and good. I I have a health. I, I have healthy respect for the man. When I saw the association with Todd Standing right, right. and the documentary, I I, I did. I think it kind of cheapened him a little bit. Um, I didn't. Exactly. I didn't like the whole setup at the end of the documentary with him and Bender Nagel. Um, and uh, I didn't like the whole thing that he did there where what they were doing like, a, weren't they doing like a podcast for a while, Matt? Yeah. The two yeah. of them. And it just, it was just the association, just it real, excuse me, it really lessened him to me. And now I don't, and, and, now, you know, if I was to see a Bigfoot show or whatever on TV, whether it be like Discovery uh, or History Channel or whatever, if Meldrum was on there, I'm not going to be like, that's fucking son of a bitch. Right. That motherfucker. I'm not. No, I'm just going to watch but it. You saw, you saw it from the other side of the spectrum, though. Mm -hmm. as far as the, the public was aware of the other side of the spectrum. They were aware of this this documentary, right? People who are interested in in the topic of Bigfoot, yeah. and and I think they came away with it like, is this guy a real scientist? Is he when he sits in front of a laptop and, and Todd Stanley's right next to him and he's showing him one of the Muppet faces and <laughs> and, and and Jeff Meldrum says, I believe I'm looking at the face of a real Bigfoot. Yeah, that was the stuff where I was like, Ew. "Oh boy!" Yeah, the and, and uh, I, I, I don't know. See, I saw something entirely different happen. Okay, oh. I mean, as far as my own position, 
it didn't damage his credibility with me. It just disappointed me. I can that, see that. No, that, to, that me, makes sense. to me, it was kind of like selling out, you know? Yeah. Right. <clears throat> and, you know, now you have like, for instance, you have uh, Cliff and Bobo from Finding Bigfoot doing a podcast. And I'm not co-signing on their expertise or anything, but Meldrum's not doing the podcast with them. I'm not saying he was invited to or anything, but like there's people Meldrum could have done projects with other than Todd standing that he doesn't. So like he was clearly using Todd standing for Todd standing's publicity. But unfortunately (laughs) I see a lot of a reverse effect happening where instead of people saying like, Oh, Meldrum, you know, teamed up with Todd. Like, what does that say about Meldrum? I see a lot of people now saying, well, Meldrum teamed up with Todd. So maybe Todd's telling the truth. Maybe Todd's right. Giving Todd credibility. Well, Todd, Todd approached him and, and the good doctor was very approachable. He used to say, I'd like to come look at your displays and, and, and talk about, you know, these, all of these, uh, these uh, castings that you have. Sure, come on by. I'm in here, blah, blah, blah. And he's very open to that. And I'm sure he was very open to Todd standing, giving him. Yeah, he, he, he talks can, a he good can, game. I'll tell you, man, he can spin it like no one. And he can, I mean, to us, we know it's bullshit. But to the general public, you know, and the enthusiasts out there, Oh, he could, he could come off as very uh, Todd's bold. just trying to, you know, he's there for the protection of the species. He's trying to get them, you know, recognized. That's his only thing in this. He he doesn't make a dime off anything. He spends all of his time and his hard-earned money that he scrapes together out in the field, you know, just it's it's all about the importance of, you know, protecting the species of this great creature that he knows really exists out there. By the way, I'm making a movie, and uh, yeah, <laughs> you can see me in my latest film. Uh, I'm looking for uh, investors, uh, right? <laughs> all I have to do is show them these videos and all these I'm things. Sure, that, that comes up quite often. Oh yeah, and and like you know, it for the most part, the people that are in this, they're in it to make some kind of money. Or name for themselves, or there, there are your people who are in it just to fuck around and fuck with people. <clears throat> there are those people. That was me. I just did it to fuck with people. Um, th- I think it turned into something oh, after you. In the in the beginning, you would you I I honestly I think I think I'm you're not lying at all. I think in the beginning you started out just fucking with people. I think now I, I, I think I, call enjoy, yes. I think now you enjoy. Finding the bullshit. Mm-hmm. I think that part of it is you fi- you enjoy finding it. I think you should just enjoy it. Personally, I think you should <laughs> find that enjoyment and just do it, and stop getting pissed off at it all the time, and just fucking do it. Have a drink, sit back. I'm not do you and, and and do your fucking do your little sticky fucking videos. God damn it, fucking! <laughs> I love them, but. You know how hard it is to come up with a new angle for the same old shit? Who the fuck are you talking to? Oh, I got something I can easily... I corrected. I got something, Phil, for you. I, I, I got a pitch for you. 
I've got one that I think is good enough that I don't even want to say it on the air. Oh, no. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. I'd love to save that one for... Uh, I think it's right up your alley, too. Show. Yeah. A dark alley. A dark, <laughs> A dark, dark alley. alley. <clears throat> lots of dumpsters. Whoa. Rain dripping down from the eaves. Mm. The sound of the vent from the Chinese restaurant. Uh, uh. Scraggly cat chewing on a fish skeleton. Last week, somebody's show. actually listening right now. Yeah, you gotta be kidding. What is this? Yeah, we have rest in peace. Last week's show was the best yet. Well, thank I think you. I think uh, Hunt Fish Play Hawaii is referring to Sunday's show. Mm. The uh, the run. I would like to do all of those things in Hawaii. Yes. Wouldn't that be cool? To hunt, fish, and play in Hawaii? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, you are the big kahuna. I've been there three times. You're just like right there by it. I am. It's not I'm that far from you. Look at, looking out at, at the beach right now. Yeah. Of course, it, the tiki torches aren't lit, so I can't right. really see any. I'd love to go. My father went when I was young. God, I was like... Oh, yeah. 13, I think, when he went. 13, 14. And, oh, the pictures. Yeah, the big I, I hear the big island still rocks, but yeah. Oahu. I don't know. I'd, I'd just like to go. I'd like to see it. Yeah, my uncle, uh, back in the 80s, my uncle uh, actually was stationed there in the Navy. He stayed there for 12 years. Uh -huh. So I always had a place to stay when I it was kind of nice for me. Yeah. Life. I have never been, never been. I'd like you to just gotta to be careful. If you're gonna go out and look at the pineapple plantations, you know. Yeah. Don't don't, don't go by yourself too far in there because they might be planting something else that they don't want you to see. Oh. Maui, wowie. Ooh. Sort of like in Northern California. Kind of like that's that. like that's that baffles me. Like they they. They had all that stuff open up for uh, it was medical legally right. for the longest time before. Now it's like completely open legal in California. Um, but it, you know, all, when it became legal medically in, in California, like it, everybody started growing it in all these fucking places up in Northern California, uh, mm -hmm. and they would like hire like private security people to go up there with guns and like. You know, mm -hmm. drive around on the property and make sure like no one was getting into their crops and shit. It just got crazy. You know that they got big. Yeah, um, yeah. When you know, back in the well, even in the nineties or back in the eighties, it was all booby trapped. If you go into somebody's grow, you know. Yeah, and I, these I, guys, I couldn't believe what a problem it it wound up being. Like the the, it, it became fucking dangerous. You know, to go out into like the you know the woods anyway. Yeah, just to go hiking. <laughs> you know, you might get fucking shot. So, but I'm glad it's I'm glad it's fucking going. I I hope they federally legalize it. I wish the fuck they would. There's a lot of there's a lot of uh, quote unquote recreational drugs. I think they should legalize. Oh yeah, yeah. I I I'm a I'm. Personally. And then, wait, wait, and people, 
This is from a retired cop. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a personally, I'm a proponent of uh, across the board. You know, just mm-hmm. legalize it all, let the chips fall where they may, put the money into fucking uh, treatment and education, uh, especially into educating kids. Um, and my wife was never, never on the, on, you know, on the, the train for that kind of thing until recently I noticed uh, she was kind of looking at things my way when we started hearing all this crap about all of the, the homeless people in Seattle and Seattle's doomed and all this kind of crap and, and how they're giving them free needles and all this shit. Mm-hmm. And she said, you know, just cut them loose, save the taxpayers some money, give them all the dope they want, whatever it is, horse or whatever, and let them fuck their brains out until they die. Um, cause that's where they're heading anyway. Um, yeah. And I'm, I'm, I don't know that it, that, that the solution is, you know, just give them enough drugs until they're dead or well, socially that's, that, that can't work. It, it, right. Yeah. I think that, you know, it's, it's going to be a kind of a social form of Darwinism where the people who are going to fall from it will fall, you know, and it's gonna, it, it just, it is what it is. Uh, I, is it a great thing that that's going to happen to people? No, but will it happen in the way that it's happening now where everything is done on the black market? People get shit for drugs. What, what you're finding in the, uh, with the, the heroin problem right now where everything's fucking laced with fentanyl, it's fucking killing people left and right. Whereas if it was legal and people were getting a clean product, they wouldn't be having that problem at least, you know? So I, I just, to me, it seems like a no brainer, but right. I guess well, there are, there are, there are parts in the, in the Northern, well, say not Seattle, but North of Seattle and Everett in our area where uh, the police officers there, there's an assigned officer that goes to all of the camps, quote unquote camps. And um, they take social workers with them to offer them an out, you know, you can either do this, you need to clean this up or whatever. And if you need help, I'm here. I will take you with me. We'll take you to the hospital. It's all, it's all free for you. And we'll get you cleaned up and get you back on the right track. A lot of people take them up on. It. Yeah. There are people out there that are generally they're cold, they're wet, they're hungry. They're begging for the next fix and, uh, or hooking for it or whatever or stealing. Right, and they're ready to, to get out of that shit. So this gives them something that we need more of that kind of you know interaction. Yeah, no, I I definitely think that there needs to be more of an outreach for those people because a lot of those people just had a bad day or, or, a, or, series, <laughs> or a series of bad days. Right, right. You know, it, we're all like a couple of fucking steps away. From being fucked, <laughs> it just, it's kind of it could happen to anybody. So, I mean, I, I it, it, it's it's a sad thing, and and you see like the problem that's going on like out in uh, California, especially I mean, the the homeless, the homeless people out there. And I mean, I don't know like the way that they're dealing with it is the answer to things either. Jesus Christ! No, they're um, they're basically not <laughs> dealing with it. Um, right they have they've had 
many suggestions and opportunities to do that. Um, the current governor, I, I'm not going to start bashing the governor. Because, right. You know, right, right, right. Could be, he may be just suffering from a little bit of ignorance shock or something, but there really is no plan. Well, hey, he could be the governor of New York. You heard what he did, right? <laughs> what? 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 No. What? Throw out the N-word? Oh, no. He didn't really? <laughs> yeah, Cuomo. <sighs> Must be a Democrat. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, God, Phil. You're the worst. I know. <laughs> the absolute worst so uh, do, 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 do what do you do for Halloween there Phil hide do you get do you guys get many trick-or-treaters there at your, your place no the tea no. bar um, uh, <laughs> this is a touchy subject for Phil Chris oh 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 this is a touchy yeah. subject for Phil yeah oh, whoa whoa yeah Matt and I have discussed this on, on many occasions oh no Oh no! Did I just rip the bandaid off? You did. Yeah. Matt, Matt, you you tell him. I I I can't. I I I Every morning at sunrise, mm-hmm. uh, I grab the ass. Phil and his burrow come down from the top of the mountain, laden with coffee beans from the Sasquatch fields. And they carry them into town to Gunnar Monsoon's <laughs> general store. And they lay them out on a giant tarp to dry. That's beautiful. <sighs> and then comes Halloween. Have you ever had a fresh cup of coffee? <laughs> no, um, Halloween, we don't do anything. Uh, we like to dress the house up on the inside, but fuck everybody on the outside. You know, we first moved here. We thought maybe there'd be a lot of kids showing up. No, they're too. It's it's. People are too afraid to bring their kids. Uh, we we buy a bag of treats or two bags of treats and end up eating it all because we right. have maybe three or four kids showing up at the door. Yeah. Um, yeah. Here is this is the next to nothing comes here. Yeah. Um, but I've lived in places where it's like crazy, <clears throat> where you just, if you don't have candy, you're going to have kids like just knocking on the door, whether the light's on or not. Well, yeah, when my kids were, were little uh, around here, we would just take them out to these, you know, newer communities and whatever. And then they'd be all over the place mm-hmm. and there'd be kids everywhere. Well, and I mean, when I was, when I was class. younger, it didn't matter where you were, you were going to get trick or treaters. Yeah, that's right. They're they're gonna show up. I can remember like everybody at least got some, you know. It was like you'd have your places that would get have hit heavier than others, but you know most every house got hit by some kids. Um, and I don't now, know. It's the, nowadays it's just totally different. Oh, there's a lot of this, uh, you know. <clears throat> well, media the way it is, it, it gets around. The fear thing gets around, yeah. right? Your trick or treat candy, the trick or treat candy out there is laced with drugs. Yeah. People, it's not laced <laughs> with drugs. Drugs cost 
money. Yes, no one's no one's going. Nobody's going to go buy a bunch of edibles <laughs> to hand out to little kids. Yeah, that shit ain't happening. They're expensive. It's never going. Well, I mean, okay, growing up, I mean, I can pop we up had a menu for you. <laughs> they they would set up stations at the mall. Yeah. At the different malls where you could go and stand in line and have your candy x-rayed and everything. Yeah. Do you know how many times that's actually happened in history that candy on Halloween was found with something in it? It's so rare. Once. Yeah. One time, and they believe it was a hoax. It was. A guy shoved a straight razor into an apple, brought it in. <laughs> they believed the guy. It's just. That was back in the 60s. It's and just an urban legend. Yeah, but wasn't there one where the, the there was an actual poisoning, but it was a family member that did it to the mm -hmm. like another mm -hmm. family member? Yeah. So yeah. it wasn't any it wasn't a stranger's kid that came to no. the yeah, it, was, it was a perfect cover. Oh, he went out trick-or-treating and now he's poisoned. I didn't right. know. But like every year as a kid, you know, you'd have to dump your candy out on the floor and inspect all mm -hmm. the packaging and everything. Make if it was sure any, anything a, open, a you had to throw it away. You know, you couldn't have it. If it had a hole in the wrapper, you had to throw it away. And yep, there's never been anything ever. It's it's that culture of fear, though. They got us with that shit. It, 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 it takes takes next to nothing for them to get us. And now, now here, you know. Uh, it's a very, uh, shall we say, a denser religious uh, area than other places in the United States. So something that's become popular here, it's all over the United States, is the trunk or treat. Mm -hmm. Where churches, you know, have members of the church come to their parking lots and they decorate their car trunks or whatever and they hand out candy from their trunks. Okay, so I, this is where I'm confused. So they did this to get away from the evil pagan holiday of Halloween. Okay. So now they have kids dress up in costumes and come to the church parking lot and go car to car picking up candy from strangers. Yeah. They're doing the same exact thing. Well, and they'd argue that uh, that a lot of it is uh, the parishioners or, or uh, the congregation. So the people all know each other, you know, for, by and large. How, but to your, point, to your point, though, a lot of those groups invite other kids or people to bring their kids there. Right. They advertise it here. Right. Correct. And we're correct. talking about in Tulsa, there's at least three, probably four mega churches yeah. where you're talking about congregations of like 10,000 people. So, mm -hmm. Yes to what you were saying, but at the same time, no, there's no way they know each other, you right, know, right, 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 right. Uh, and it's just kind of, but they'll, but they'll make the argument. Oh yeah. They'll make the argument. They're a community. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Well, they do, they do it downtown, you know, bring your kids downtown and all the stores are going to be open until seven mm -hmm. or whatever. And you can come by each store and get a treat. That's, they right. do a lot, that a lot down here. And they're trying so it's to an actual business. That's now they're it. trying to 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 change the fucking holiday to a different day. People are trying to fucking right. They don't want them going out on weeknights, and they, they want, want it to it make it like, like last Friday or whatever, yeah, like a Thanksgiving type thing. I was like, Jesus, we can't just. I mean, I, 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 in a way, I get it. I get that in a sense, at least. 
I can understand it. However, it's not that big a fucking deal. Well, here's a, here's a concept. Um, here, uh, they've started doing a thing called fall break. Uh, oh, yeah. Or my stepdaughter just got a week out of school because it's mm. fall, like spring break, except during the fall. Mm. And then she'll get out for Thanksgiving as well. So would it really just kill them to let them have like a couple days off around Halloween? Yeah. You know, if they don't want them going out on weeknights and everything because they have school and stuff, you know, the next morning or whatever. Okay, so the 31st and the 1st are just now days off of school. I, and I, I don't understand what we do with the fall break. I don't know. the fall break. Right. Do away with the fall break. Yeah, you need to put them back. You need to put their asses back in school and learn something. I don't understand yeah, they, why they, have, they, <laughs> they the didn't truth. do that ages ago. Yeah. You know, do the whole 31st and 1st off for kids. Yeah. You know, I mean, because everybody, everybody, when you're young, you get instead, instead of fall break. Well, how is Halloween any smaller than Thanksgiving? Yeah, I think for kids it's much bigger. It is. You know, it's huge. And and now now they're fucking old people. And now they're doing you know the same thing that they've done with all the other holidays and Valentine's Day, where they're turning into a huge marketing thing. And now you have Halloween lights, Halloween trees, Halloween ornaments. You know all that. People spend billions of dollars every year for Halloween. So let's just make it a real national holiday where you actually get a day off work and a day out of school. Yeah. I think Preach I, it, brother. Yeah. I, I do. I think it's a good idea. I mean, it's, it's, been such a, it's such a huge part of our culture. You know, Halloween is such a fun time. And that's, that's what it's around. It's fun time. Thanksgiving yeah, I mean, is all, all about stuffing your face to your gut feels like blowing up and going in and throwing up and going to bed. And then and then you got to buy all kinds of shit for people for Christmas. Right. Yeah, that's the day after. Yeah. Black Friday. Black Friday. Uh, the old Black Friday. Thursday. <laughs> Cyber Monday. See, they, they just keep on extending it. Oh, it's going to keep going, too. There's Christmas stuff right now in the store. Right now. Mm-hmm. And commercials on TV. I saw a couple. It's insane. I, I when I, I used to when I first got out of high school, I worked for Walmart and it baffled me like every year how much they would push back. You know, yeah. like how much the weeks the, when the, the Christmas stuff would get there and then they would put it out onto the shelves and they would be or when they would be like, Okay, well start here putting out the Christmas stuff, but put it on the top shelves. <laughs> and yeah. just watching it creep and creep and i'm like it, it, it when i worked there it literally destroyed um a big part of my love of the christmas season because how commercialized and how just it was just like what the fuck is this anymore it, it just like totally took the the joy out of it in that sense for me my kids kind of gave it back to me which was cool but that is just kind of sucked it right out of me it was like oh that it's 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 just a, it's a machine it's what it is and it just chews it up just every year just, you know the only good thing about christmas is it is a time when distant families can get together and mm-hmm. share time together Absolutely. and that's the only real thing about it that I really like and respect. But like you said, the commercialism, people should just take that complete, no presents. We don't give presents. Our family, 
don't, and we're not Mormon either, but we don't give presents right any 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 longer. We haven't for well over twenty years now. Uh, we get together with our family, and we and I mix drinks. I usually yeah, make a nice. I mean, if you, if you yeah, if you want to make it like a party thing, I think that's also yeah. a good thing too. If the holidays, you know, it's a get together where you spend mm -hmm. time together and you do things together, that's also a great thing. You know, and I think people should do that too. The, I think the holidays are great. And they, you know, we need to get back to that, dude. Yeah, get absolutely. The commercialization of everything is really it's cheapened everything. You know, the, the, this this glamorization, this, this all the tinsel and all the little, like Matt was saying, Halloween's got all these fucking lights. Halloween trees, a, a black Christmas tree. <laughs> what the fuck is that? They sell black <laughs> Christmas trees and they call it a Halloween tree. Yeah. What is Come it? on. No, I'm serious. You haven't seen that? I, I'm not even no, joking. It's no, it's a real purple, thing. The orange and purple <laughs> lights. Yeah, we've got orange and purple Christmas lights with garland right now in my living room. That's all Halloween themed. Like the garland has little fake bats on it. Wow, Daddy-O. Yeah, it's 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 gone to a whole new level. That is gone. <laughs> yeah. But I agree with Matt. I I totally think it should be a national holiday. I mean, it, it, it you take it's it's such a great thing holiday for kids. Like kids get all excited about it. They get to dress up. They get candy. Like fucking let them have it. Give yeah. it to them. Go to these little parties and so forth. Have some fucking fun for, for kids. The only thing the kids have on Christmas: waking up that morning, getting their presents, tearing it apart. Done. Yeah. But with Halloween, it could be a lot more involved and social with other children your own age. But I'm, I mean, I, I like the thing that, you know, we do uh, with one half of my family is we get together and they like to do a Yankee swap. I don't give a shit. Just fucking hang out with me and, and say hi. I love you. You know, I get to see you. That's great. We get the kids, you know, everybody get, you know, tries to do it for the kids. And then, they, like I said, they like to do that Yankee squawk shit. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's all fine and good. And But, like, ultimately, I just want to see my relatives. I just want to see my cousins. I want to see my, my uncles, you know, my mom and uh, all the kids and see them, you know, I'll be happy. And that's great. Mm -hmm. But know? even way back in our history, I mean, during the colonial times, <clears throat> communities would gather at, at local community centers whatever and they'd bob the apples and they'd dance around these maypole type things and they'd have these little costumes and so forth and and that's kind of the that's where it came from and now all of a sudden we're poisoning candy yeah well uh, well the thing that's lacking in a lot of places nowadays is community mm-hmm like mm. I, can remember, I can remember growing up and i knew like the local sheriff Right. Like I knew. Yeah, I knew the officer that patrolled our. Yeah, our, I knew. Our I knew like the local fireman. Mm -hmm. You know, I knew the people in the town. The people in the town knew me. You know, that's a York kid. He's a douchebag. You know, or whatever. You know, but th th it was a it was a completely different thing. You know, and now, it's it, the the whole helicopter parenting, the whole like. 
people don't mm-hmm. people and 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 the internet is kind of to blame for it too you yeah. know with mass media yep absolutely but i'd like i'd like to see i'd like to see it be different i'd like to see a different world i'd like to see it happy less negative waves fell <laughs> i'd like it to be more like the hallmark channel yeah, where, where the where the father leaves the family and comes back thirty years later. Yeah, or recovering alcoholic. Or the father leaves the family, but the the really good looking guy next door comes in. No, they're all the same. <laughs> My wife watches that channel religiously, and uh, every single movie has the exact same plot. Oh yeah. I know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like which holiday is it? This one, <laughs> you right. know, that's all. That's all that changes. The time of giving. Oh, it's Thanksgiving. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The Christmas gift. What do you think? Um, what are you thankful for? I'm thankful for you, dear. I'm thankful I found you in my life. Good night, John boy. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, gentlemen, uh, this has been the wait, show. What? Wait, hold on. Yeah, play that intro again. Uh, oh, okay. All right. Let's play the intro again. Uh, yeah. let's, uh, let's see if you enjoy it this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Two men of questionable morality and ethics come together to spew bullshit into microphones on the internet. This is The Secret Show, only on the big screen. Released in its original 8 million. That's right. With your host, Chris York. Skokum Cigarettes. And co-host, Phil Poling. It's it's the Bigfoot urine that gives us flavor. You two can smoke urine-flavored cigarettes in the woods. And look like an asshole. And <sighs> smell like one, too. They slide, huh? Yeah, so yeah. It's, like, it's like the electric slide. The electric slide. Yeah. So uh, let's uh, yeah. let's uh, start this thing there, uh, Phil. Yeah, it still sucks. <laughs>